It's Concrete Points with Jessica Myers. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Concrete Coins, where we help beginner and intermediate real estate investors begin to build their seven-figure real estate portfolio. Today we have joining with us the very special, my teammate, my other half, Mr. Joel Myers. Big ups. Hello, everybody. So great to be here. It is so awesome, and I'm grinning from ear to ear to have my partner in crime, um, you know, the partner that helps make it all happen. He's more, he's been a solid investor in the past, but now he's starting to come out. And I just wanted to do this episode because so many people want to be entrepreneurs, but you have to have a team. And so one of the things that I don't think people get a lot of light shed on is the role of the person supporting the entrepreneur. So if you could just begin by telling a little bit about yourself and your background, and then we'll take a deeper dive into what it's like being married to an entrepreneur. All right, thanks for the intro. So the first thing I thought about as you segue to my intro, Jessica, was uh, the thought of the team. So no one's self-made. You know, I love Rick Ross and the guys from MMG, but they had an album in 2008 at a time. It was called Self-Made. But you got to think, somebody helped you. Somebody even helped me. So even before I prepare to tell you about myself, understand, there's a whole tribe of people that came about to help me become who I am, and then I just came into the world. So a little bit about me. I'm from coastal Georgia, McIntosh County originally, but I, I went to uh, high school in uh, Glenn County, which is Brunswick, Georgia. So I'm a, I'm a two-county kid. And um, a little bit about me is I'm a technologist by trade, but that's all thanks to my dad's vision and direction from ages nine and on up. While he was here on Earth, he made sure to tell me, look, you have a propensity for some math, that's gonna be good for those computers, it's gonna be a lot of jobs in the future. And so, you know, fast forward to the now, I'm an actual app developer, and uh, full, I'm a full-on uh, blockchain uh, enthusiast, as well as uh, all things next-level technology. Uh, those are the things I delve in for my livelihood and my skill and my craft. And then other than that, it's about building this team synergy with Jessica. So so that brings me, bring me up a good question. Um, you being from a small town and you moved up here to the city and, you know, you started dating these city women and that's, that's where we met and fell in love at Georgia State University. But did you know then that I was going to be an entrepreneur? Because we, we actually met in college, even though we met on Facebook. We went to college together. And, you know, some of the times you're building, like, your list of what you want and who you want to be with. Did you ever envision yourself being with an entrepreneur? So, honestly, I come from a mentality of jobs. So, the job mentality is what I was propelling myself to with little speckles of entrepreneurship. So, when I was uh, after, you know, when I was after high school and entering college, I was knowing that I was going to meet a wife type in college. Because a big part of what my upbringing was and to get married was to to dominate the marketplace together. And so one thing that is a love language of mine is money and just having aspirations and going towards them. And I got that from you, first phone call. So it was easy. And I was like, yep, this is the type of woman who I can be in a boardroom with and go tend to the kids and or the home ranch. <laughs> but you thought that that was down the corporate ladder, which I did start out in the yes, corporate ladder. Yes, and I thought it was in the form of a job, having like a VP title. And or, or more like a C-suite executive. Yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, oh, yeah, she's going to be VP going towards C-suite. That's what I'll be backing and uh, supporting her through 
in this climb, as, you know, as we go towards marriage and into marriage, she's going to be at some big company somewhere. <laughs> so that was a plus on my dating chart because what he's talking about is um, the first weekend that we're meeting, I was already working at Fox 5 here in Atlanta, and I was on the way to a business conference. And we're I'm like 18, 19, and he's like, wait, you're heading to a business conference now? Oh, you're going to be that C-suite executive. Let me put my hands on her. So let me ask you this. Along my journey, and I've explained my journey, go back to episode one, if you want to know more about my journey from leaving corporate to now running my own development company and other real estate ventures. But what was it like for you? Um, because what happened is, you know, all these years working in corporate, working at Fox, then at CBS, and now we get married, I'm still at CBS, and a year and a half into our relationship, I spring it on you, Mind you, I've been in career in CBS this entire time from New York back here to Atlanta, and now I spring it on you that I wanna get involved in real estate. How do you feel now, one year into marriage, knowing what that means for you? Well, <clears throat> when it comes to what I had expectations of supporting my spouse in marriage, this is one of the things that I figured would come up. Somebody who's, uh, like I said, has aspirations, is going to strive towards them. So seeing them change their lanes in which they have their expertise and their passion in, that's something that comes with the territory. So I took it in, but I did, I was surprised at the initial engagement of it. It was almost like, hey, I'm doing this, and yeah, I'm doing it. And it was like, <laughs> I mean, cause it, this it, is where I, because we just <laughs> got back from Africa, uh, and I was like, Oh, okay, so we're doing... Oh, no, it's funny because you sprung up. You were like, hey, I want to go to this. We just got back from Africa. It's around Christmas time. I'm like, cool, we can chill for a bit. And then he sprung up on me that he was going to Florida with his cousin. And so I was like, well, you're going to Florida. I'm going to this real estate boot, cla boot camp class, and I'm going to learn real estate real quick. Mind you, I had no other interests or anything I've ever said about real estate prior to now. So yeah, I'll rectify it. So this is uh, like December 18th, 2015. Uh, this is Sagittarius season. So this is Georgia State University's first bowl game, football game. Basically, we get back from a two-week Africa trip and I get blessed with my football team has made it to a bowl game. And so I'm tailgate committee. We load up the tailgate. Some of my young bros will make us out five fraternity. We go down to Florida to have our tailgate session for our first football bowl game so that was the occasion so pretty big occasions on both ends both for my fanship as a big time supporter of the football program and her upward development into a new career and path now with concrete coins we like to keep it real relatable and i want to be as open as possible so knowing i've had the conversation about how getting involved my first deal eleven thousand dollar loss right off top second deal third deal, fourth deal, it's really like, you know, this venture I came home excited about, but now it's actually starting to cost our household. And to the point where, you know, I have contractors selling drugs out of my house. And the story, it catches people every time like, <gasps> but what was it like for you as a spouse while all this is going on? Well, one thing about it, when we went the path to where, you know, I felt it, honest enough to get down on a knee and ask for your hand in front of everyone. I figured that was me asking for being at the table to take part of the wins and losses. So that just comes with the territory as well. When you're looking long distance, you expect these type of peaks and valleys. This is a quote unquote valley, but it's also a transition. So in transitioning into a new lane, it had a cost. It had those initial loss as the cost. 
for where we're trajectory, uh, where our trajectory is going now. So I, I'm here. I mean, to, I'm I, here to take. You're, you're I, able to look at it now, but it, I'm like, how were you feeling then? Like, what were the real thoughts? I was like, man, I might as well, you know, expend as much energy as I can in my lane of industry, which is app development, which is a blessing to be able to have the opportunity to go for six-figure and equity-type positions in emerging technology markets. So I had the proper lane to feel like I could benefit us as you took whatever what you consider losses, but they're just lessons mm. in a long-term run. Mm. I mean, you, you're here to get it in. We're here to work. So, you know, falling on, on what you call losses – ended up being lessons that we're now, you know, put putting in podcast form so others don't go that route. Mm. But I mean, everybody's gonna have their issue. Mm. <laughs> and it's gonna be okay. So do you have any words of encouragement for people that are out there supporting entrepreneurs? Because I mean there are times I've literally come home and you've met me at the door in tears. And I well I'm crying, not you. But I you, cry. <laughs> yeah, I so I mean this has definitely been a trying journey like what advice do you have for other people that are out there supporting entrepreneurs and they have faith in them they want to what do you suggest what well i suggest that it's important to always keep a long distance vision always see you all in the future see yourselves using each one of these as a stepping stone to a greater station and seeing you doing it together you got to see it first i would honestly start there and then, I, I mean, honestly, I'm someone who loves a good, you know, momentary conversation. So grab the time that you can with your entrepreneurs because they are on the go. The more time that they spend away from their craft is the more way that, you know, undoubtedly somebody's saying they're not, that they're not going to do it is going to be right. So you got to support the climb and also join the climb when you can. I wouldn't say I'm a real estate buff, but I, I, I add my mental capacity when I can. If it's demolition time, I'm there to help. If we're moving and rearranging some things. And I just love to see the uh, ability to d diversify the different strategies that you have in real estate. And I'm learning as my entrepreneur goes, goes, goes. So, you know, we're all entrepreneurs at heart. And that's what is great to see the bravery of somebody and courage of them actually executing. And hey, she's right here in my home. She's become family. <laughs> that, that's what I'm like. What what has it been like um, watching the journey unfold? Um, because you've seen me. <laughs> the journey. I've been a part of the journey. Like the journey is myself as well. It's not. You're not a, uh, an island by no means. In this union, we are fully together. So we go through the seasons together, and it's, it makes it exciting roller coaster. I mean, it's the best show on earth. <laughs> I mean, we, we, you got to just as a, as a. A supporting function of a, a serial entrepreneur, you you don't get too high, you don't get too low. You maintain a centered, balanced principle in how you are basically optimistic. Mm. So that's an interesting perspective. Um, what do you suggest that other people do that um, maybe they have someone that's ambitious and they don't know how they're going to make ends meet? So you're fortunate enough that your dad puts you on a trajectory to get into technology. So technology has afforded, you know, us the opportunity <laughs> for you to be able to hold down the fort while I make these mistakes. What do you say to the people who don't have access to that? How can you still be that support in seeing your significant other achieve their dreams? I would definitely do go into anytime I don't know something. A, you have to have an honest desire to want to know that. So, so your your powers that that help to um, bring in the the things and the influence the influential aspects of your reality 
to you. So you got to at least think about wanting to get better. Then don't be mind, don't mind reading. Don't mind taking on a new thought, a new idea. And most importantly, putting that new idea to action. So first have that desire, I would say. You got to honestly want to be somebody who's effective with somebody else in, in, in a best capacity that you have. But then also be open to new thoughts that, that will come once you're honestly wanting that. And then be courageous enough to put it into action. So that's pretty open, but that's with anything in life, honestly. Mm-hmm. You got to choose it. Because mm. mm. sometimes, I mean, it's been tough sometimes. It's hard, but it's fair. I mean, everything has a cost. Mm-hmm. That's the universal principle. Like, everything has a cost. Mm-hmm. These houses got a cost, right? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And, <laughs> and and one of the things, you know, he gets called often called coach. If you, if you hear him going into a motivational session, he gets called Coach Joel pretty often. And one of the things I can say in this journey, I mean, it's been five years. So we look back at it now, like everything that happened was necessary, but going through them was not always necessary. And sometimes instead of my husband, you had to have the tough conversations with me. What was that like having, being my coach and you seeing more potential where I may have, I sat outside target and was like, I see $13 an hour. Should I apply? And thankfully, I call you, and you're just like, wait, no, wait, let's rethink this. Let's re-talk about this. What were those moments like when you saw that I wanted to give up? It was about me understanding the battlefield that you were in, understanding the ocean of real estate that you were in, understanding that it's sharks in that water, and you have to become one in order to survive in that, or not even just survive, but thrive. I mean, that is the environment of an apex predator, or I would say somebody who's uh, having more wins than losses. So in that, you have to take on that countenance. So I take it on before you, and then I engage in conversation with you as that countenance, say, of that shark real estate mentality person so that you can understand what it's like when you face somebody like that because those are what stand between you and the higher you in this industry, honestly, going through shark-type transactions where, you know, certain lines of communication get crossed and deals were meant to be this and they were that and you know, contractors say they're going to be here and they're not and they're doing this. So all of that comes with the territory. I mean, it makes life interesting of anything. So um, certainly it's about me understanding the playing field you're in, even if I'm not fully transacting in it. I understand real estate. So I'm going to talk to you through the mentality and mind of somebody like Kingpin in real estate. <laughs> and trust me, those conversations he, he speaks of, I mean, they weren't always easy to hear because sometimes, you know, um, just as with any coach, they see the furthest you can go and they see you trying to give up even now. And that's one of the things I appreciate about you that even wearing the husband role, you also wear the coach role and coach me through some tough situations. And tough meaning I want to quit all this stuff and give it up. But I have to keep going because there's a higher end for the family that we're trying to achieve. Oh, yeah. It's real because I really take on, you know, we don't have kids at this point yet, but they're coming. And in that, it's like you're my first daughter and I'm your first son. So it's almost like I've seen you grow to where you can ride your bicycle well. I got to let you go down the street and play play just like any other kid and not be there watching you. But knowing that sometimes you can come back and saying, oh, I done skinned my leg. I done bruised my something. I done fell off the monkey bars. Because you out there where it happens. Mm. I just got to understand that you'll continue to get stronger because in life, life is not about getting easier. It's about us getting stronger. And so I'm here to support and converse about the ins and outs of what, what transpired and what we can do to get better. Now, you mentioned converse. 
There is one thing that, you know, for all of our friends that know us, they know it like the back of our hands, what the 12th means to us. And now the 11th, um, we started out dating December 12th in 2005. And so from there, just as you would in any corporate operation, you would have a sales meeting. You would have a weekly sales meeting or something to make sure that we're on, on par, we're in the same direction, and we're growing. And that's one of the things that we've adapted in our relationship that I do in business as well. And that's honestly how I was able to grow this very conversation, but it started out with us doing it. Then we got married October 11th. We changed the date to the 11th, but every 12th while we were dating and 11th when we got married, we have what's called our 11th talks. That talk includes what did we like about the last 30 days? What do we not like about the last 30 days? And what can we do to move forward? Now in business, I always talk about what did not like or what did not work, what has worked moving forward. I mean, what, um, sorry, what did not work, what has worked in the last 30 days, and then what can we do as a company to move forward? So when you express communication, how have those tools or things that we used helped as far as our, um, our journey into, you know, what's now entrepreneurship. Because <clears throat> on my side, I can definitely uh, speak to my uh, growing ability to, to listen, which is the bigger part of conversing. It is the listening. And it's really listening without a response. It's like actually slowing down and being patient with time. Uh, very much like uh, as a singer, I believe that one of the integral aspects of singing is listening. How, how do you know you're gonna sing on key if you're not listening mm. first? You have to listen first before you even say one note. So it's, it's just that polarity of life that it's actually the true focus of being excellent in something is actually the, thinking about the, the passive form of that. If it's singing, it's listening. If it's speaking or conversing, which we think, oh, it's about me telling what I wanna say first. No, it's actually about you listening first and then formulating a, a very um, consistent response with what you wholeheartedly listen to without, okay, listening, but I know I'm about to say it right here. I hear mm-hmm. what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm about to say it right now. Wait till she say this. I mean, she got a little bit more to say. That's not truly listening. Mm. So I would definitely say being actively in the present, too. Always be happy for a now. So that's a now that we get to look forward to. I love it because it's, it's setting tradition. It's, something, it's like our little inside joke, but you know, something that we, <clears throat> something we received from my my, uh, my line brother, my Rico Smith, uh, he put us on this, that someone that he's not even with at, at this time, but it was something that he mentioned it in our, in our process of, of joining fraternity that I was like, man, that's pretty constructive. Like, this, we're going to put this in play. Mm. And, you know, shout out, it never, it never failed. It, yeah. It so ever, ever since 2005, we've been having a talk at least once a month and we've been honest and candid Now we have had times apart but I, I feel like we still have the talk no matter what like even through our friendship times we <clears> still <throat> had the talk I think yeah, and I, I believe you're right in the sense of it's been a consistent it's on, it's on a moon schedule basically so it is something that is very consistent and one thing that we've learned you know and speaking about things that you know you get to the part of what you what you didn't like, it started out being something that we just claimed, oh, I didn't like what you did, or when you did this, I didn't like that. Mm. And then it transformed into, when you did this, I didn't like how I responded. Yeah. I had to think about, why was I doing mm-hmm. that? She just living her life, but I responded like this. Mm. Now, now, I mean, we dropping gems, like, because now you're bringing in the conversation of 
being a victim versus taking responsibility to what's happened in business and in relationships. In life. I definitely think that's important. That's definitely an important aspect to make sure that you know you take onus of where you because even in the eleven thousand dollar blunder even in the contractor selling drugs out of my house oh i couldn't have dealt with that but no but how can i take responsibility i could have been in my job site more everything's a choice i could have been more diligent about the the way that i lost eleven thousand dollars because that was a very easy mistake right and so it's like there's ways i i can play victim in that oh no this happened to me i lost this money and oh no i um you know I, I can't help that they were selling drugs out of my house. But no, I take responsibility. And I think that's the difference between, um, you know, those who choose to give up or those who stay the course. You understand how did I mess up in that scenario and how can I change it? And that's what our conversations have allowed us to become mirrors for that. And now it translates into other areas of life. And because it's something that you implemented at your last client project that we need to have these monthly Conversation, so you're not caught off guard. Mm-hmm. So nobody's caught off guard. We're all clear of what's going on because we've had this communication of what did I like about the last 30 days? What did I not like about the last 30 days? Now, based off that information, what can we do to move forward? It's a we thing, you know. You, it's an I thing, of course, because when you, you have those introspective moments and you look within yourself like, why did I choose to respond like that? to make me claim that I don't like this part of the relationship. It was just she went here at this time of day, and I, I flew off the hook. Mm-hmm. But then mm-hmm. you'll connect. Oh, that reminded me of a time when I was uh, in high school and this happened, and I just hated that at that moment. It reminded me of that. Boom, now you've done the... It's like healing in real time together. Mm-hmm. So you're actually healing your, mm-hmm. act, your, your cause and effects by being able to be introspective in that relationship talk. What's been the funnest part of this journey? Oh, the places we'll go. Oh, the the people who already know you when we get there. And just the, it's real estate. We see some beautiful homes and properties all throughout the world. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I'm thinking on multiple continents, we've been on what, what you would call driving for dollars, but more so seeing what the, the local fair and real estate has to offer. And everywhere we go is because you're bringing a, Excuse me, you're bringing a set of experiences and growth in that field, and it's like we see it reflected in other places. And it doesn't go down, it goes up. So we see better properties as we've gotten more versed in what we do here. What's been the hardest part of the journey? The momentary times of not seeing the the big picture, thinking that small times of dispute are really uh, things that are pointing to a bigger problem when they can honestly just be those little disagreements or when we do change our schedules, we have that moment of, oh, it's like, I don't get to see you like I want or this, but it's just like we were in college. When we change semesters, we gotta get reacclimated to Mm -hmm. the flow, the rhythm. So those were the worst times, but it's almost like we know how to patch up relationships with these conversational band-aids so mm, that's good conversational band-aids <laughs> so it don't matter what happens really <laughs> okay um are there any final words of encouragement you can leave because there are never final words <laughs> it's a never-ending dialogue uh with us with me 
Um, and with live shoot, you know? Because I'm just thinking about encouraging, touching, moving, and inspiring other people. Because I just, I know how much it means. Like, even, you know, my granddad was a caregiver for my grandmother or his mom. And he was a support group needed for those that care, you know, were doing caregiving. And I just empathize and maybe too much for the spouse or that person that's supporting the entrepreneur. Like, what are they going through? Because I know what I've been going through in my head. Well, maybe it's because you're thinking of how you would think if you were you or you were me in this situation. So you can only be thinking how, oh, well, Joel was an entrepreneur doing this to me. This is how I'd be feeling to him. Mm. So I'm not so you. So really, you're not feeling like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm it's not you, and you ain't got to worry about that. Okay. But this is you feeling that about yourself. Okay. So it's a projection, but I love you all the same. <laughs> well, hey, like I said, I wanted to keep it open and honest. So hey, maybe it's just all in my head. Yeah, that's and- and because um, like I said, the coachable moments sometimes aren't the easiest conversations to hear. But I know you do it out of love. It's OK. Nobody wants a boss, but everybody needs a coach. Mm. Mm. You know, even for myself, I, be, be coachable. And people just people want to give you the gems to succeed in life. Mm-hmm. So now you have a huge turn of events where, you know, you've been in in the pace of technology. You've been flowing. You've been holding it down. And now you're at a point where you're stepping out in the entrepreneurial role to live your dreams to the <laughs> fullest, how are you feeling? It's basically a world? return. It's, I mean, it's nothing other than a return and a, a return with more powers and ability uh, to get things completed and to complete it to scale. So I'm excited. Um, I'm very, uh, very much going to continue to stay on the mobile development front, whether that's a freelance role with less hours uh, per week than a, a full-timer being able to be a contract killer again uh, so that I still have time to uh, handle cryptocurrency and blockchain development and, and as well as the trading aspects of that, as well as get into uh, some other type of markets. And, and I was like, real estate, right? Aren't you, are you going to dabble? I mean, well, you see, know. That's supposed to be a surprise when I just be the, <laughs> the, the newest contractor pulling up with the truck <laughs> with some boots and a hard hat just let you know, hey, the free agent has come home. I got 10 hours a week for constructions. <laughs> That'll be fun. I think um, as many experiences that we've had over the last 15 years, like you said, traveling all over the world, you see me at my highs and lows. I am most excited about opportunities now as you step out into entrepreneurship to really see what, what magic we can create together. I feel like some of my highest wins have been what we created together. And now we can actually see that in the properties we do. And I mean, see what magic we can be together because I'm about the being aspect of all of this. All the things, all the exoteric aspects of this climb, I mean, those things will fade away. But what intangibles are we going to gain on the way in the sense of respect, passion, uh, ingenuity, you know, focus, things that you can't touch? How much of that are we going to get? You know, all the, all the different tangible things are fading away as we speak. What type of memories can we make that will last forever, that we'll always be inside of? Mm. Even this memory here of this podcast will always be in this memory. Mm. Well, if you didn't know by now, I'm sure you probably heard why I married this man. He is amazing. Thank you so much for your gems, your um, just constant encouragement. And I truly am grateful for what we get to create together. Any, anything else? I truly love you. Well, thank you, Mr. Myers, for joining us for another episode of Concrete Coins, where we are responsible for the journey of intermediate and beginner investors, helping them to build their seven-figure portfolio. As always, you know I'm signing off with, you know you got it. Let's get it. Let's go.